What about now? A little less, I guess. Yeah. What are you changing up around there? I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything at all? You're a little louder, though. <laughs> definitely. You're definitely louder, which is better. Yeah, I just moved closer to the mic. Oh, well, that helps. All right. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll accept it. I think, that, yeah, I think just got to get closer to the mic, man. Yeah, make love to it. That's right, man. Get personal. Deep. Speaking of making love, dude, uh, before we came on, I kind of went down this crazy rabbit hole. Really? Yeah. So (laughs) somebody brought up, I I actually brought up the chip act. This is in person with somebody you were chatting with? Yeah. Remember the chips act? Yes, I uh, absolutely remember the chips act. It was probably the biggest deal that Joe Biden scored in his time currently as president. It was, I thought, his biggest win. Absolutely. Um, but, dude, he fucking... A- apparently, like Ben Shapiro talked about it today. I didn't know about this. A- apparently, it's kind of a big dud because in order to qualify for any of the money, your company has to, provi- has to do, like, all the super liberal bullshit. Yes. With your company. <laughs> yes. So you gotta provide you gotta provide fucking paternity leave. <laughs> I don't know if it's paternity leave, but it's like you know, it's like you gotta do Ben Shapiro went on a rant about how they they have to provide So you're a you're a chip manufacturer, you wanna start a company in America. That's right. You have to provide childcare for the construction workers building your facility. That was the one making the major headlines, the child care thing. Uh I found that to be pretty funny, but I think it's the checkbox thing. You got to check off all the fucking boxes, right? That's the worst one, yeah. But the whole thing is just ridiculous. It's retarded. Like, you guys can't do anything right. The one (laughs) win I thought you had. You knew knew they were going to sneak in the woke stuff, though, right? For anything. (sighs) That's how it goes with this shit. Always, man. And and then... um, so then the, the like the guy I was talking to he brought up something else about the about like the infrastructure in Chicago and the bridges. That's right. And then that made me think what the fuck happened to build back better? Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew you would love it. I knew you would oh, love it. Oh <laughs> man. You ain't heard build back better in a fucking long time, dude. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> the BBB uh, BBB went back to the Better Business Bureau There's no more Build Back Better dude They fucking dropped that Like a bad habit man That fucking Wow man Because they tanked the world economies And ruined everyone's lives Yeah they built it back better Frank <laughs> Build better back for them. better Mike that's beautiful man I haven't thought about that phrase in so long. Holy cow. And, and then what made me think about it the most is like, dude, the fucking, the, the left is always projecting, right? They are the party of projection. And all I can think is, like, they're, they're nonstop going after Trump right now for his slogan. When was America great? Great for the might, white man? Right, well, yes. <laughs> well, where's the built back better? That's right, man. At least the guy has a slogan that's been running for eight years. 
And you guys did Build Back Better for two years and had to stop. <laughs> you changed it into please don't look at what we're building. Uh, or we're not building anything. Did you see our <laughs> nuclear guy? He's stealing luggage and he's dressed like a woman. We're not building back anything because uh, <laughs> well, it turns out there's not a lot of trannies that do construction. Build back better? No, we got the gay guy in charge of transportation. Come on. <laughs> He lactates and uh, holy shit, dude! Did you? See, there's they open an investigation. There's an investigation going on right now into Pete Buttigieg. Oh, on seriously? At his use of government uh, air travel for breastfeeding? Yeah. Oh, he's been taking vacations with Chasten. Chasten? Chasten? No, his, his uh, fella <laughs> husband. <laughs> dude, your name is okay. I know you're gay, and the name is gay, but dude, go by Chaz. Chaz. Right? I like Chaz. That's good. Be a man about it, right? Well, maybe he's the lady in this fellow relationship. You think that was like the first, like the dad knew he was gay the minute he turned 12 and his name still wasn't Chaz? Yeah, that that was the number one tell. He was like, dude, like, dude the only reason I agreed to give you that name is because your mom wanted it and I figured you'd go by Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> Chaz. Chaz could be a badass name. It could also be a gay man's name. It can go either way. Go both ways. That's why it's perfect for him. There's no in the middle with Chaz. (laughs) The Buddha judges. Are they the Buddha judges? I like the booty gigs. Chaz Butt? Oh, that's a great name. Yeah, Chaz Butt Gig. That's a great name for a gay man. (laughs) Oh, building back better that. Uh, brings up a lot of memories, man. That was. <laughs> it's funny because um, that was the slogan. Remember, they were going to fix all the bridges, Frank. How are your bridges? <laughs> they were pretty shitty. Our roads are crap out here. <laughs> but you know what gets me is that was the slogan of the World Economic Forum. All the puppets that work for the Klaus Schwab organization, they were all touting this bullshit. Uh, Trudeau was saying in Canada, Macron was doing the French thing, or you know, over there in France, and uh, they were doing the same shit. Boris was talking about building back better in the UK until he was kicked out. Yeah. So this was like a worldwide but by UK. He meant Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> He's gone because of Ukraine. Uh. I'm just saying it's kind of funny that worldwide the slogan is gone. And they're kind of slowly getting rid of all the leaders who were a part of the Build Back Better. That oh, are, yeah, dude, it's a failed mission. That, you gotta... You gotta, you gotta yeah. rebrand. That's what you Re- gotta do. <laughs> it's a refresh. They're gonna refresh to be fresh. Someone called you in Subway. The- <laughs> they're figuring it out. And they're eating some subs. If anybody knows what to do when your brand becomes synonymous with pedophiles, it's sub. <laughs> you know, Democrats, you need to go talk to those guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I do. <laughs> and uh, Democrats cross the board, cross the country, not doing too hot in my book. Uh, and Mike, locally speaking, my man, it's Lori's day. After months of campaigning, debating, and in some cases arguing, it all comes down to the next three hours. Today is election day. There is a large group, nine candidates, running for mayor of Chicago. And we are watching them all with team coverage as Chicago decides. We want to begin with our CBS2 political investigator, Dana Kozloff. She is at Mayor Lori Lightfoot's headquarters. Dana? 
Marie and Jim by many. This reporter is on site and she's wearing one of those um, like play-by-play analyst headphone headset things. It's a really weird comical look. I don't know why they did her dirty <laughs> like this. Like, it's a lady too. She probably did her hair up and then you stuck this shit on her head. Well, like, are they in Chicago? Yeah, this is in Chicago, man. Uh, that's actually a bulletproof shield. They mask them <laughs> to look like headphones. Okay. That makes you don't know sense. that because you live in Colorado. You're Sorry. right. I forgot. A lot of violence. <laughs> a lot of crime. A lot of straight bulls. Mayor Lori Lightfoot <laughs> is fighting for her political life. Some polls have suggested that she might not even make a runoff if there is a runoff. But if the mayor is concerned, she is not showing it today. This morning, she appeared alongside 28th Ward Alderman Jason Irvin and also greeted voters. She was all smiles all for the smiles. most part. She is also optimistic that votes cast today on Election Day will help her. I'm feeling very good. Um, a lot of people that uh, we saw over the course of the weekend in different parts of the city said that they were um, going to honor their normal tradition in voting on Election Day. Um, so I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. Over the past several days, <laughs> including nice today, pause. the mayor has been very quick to point well, out the importance Lori. of voting, encouraging She's people stoked. to vote. This a couple of weeks after she told a group that she was speaking to that if she, they didn't vote for She's her, out. they shouldn't vote to, for <laughs> anyone toast, at all. Dude. But she's certainly now <laughs> encouraging everyone to get out there no and to it, vote. Man. She's expected here later tonight at Carpenters Hall in River North. She will be watching returns, however, off-site, we're told, with family. I am live in River North. Dana Kozlov, CBS2 News. Jim and Marie. All right, Mike. Our guy on the south side, boots on the ground. Tell us, what are the vibes in Chicago for Lori? That bitch is done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. I think she's out, man. Really? I don't know. I'll, I'll, dude, although I will never, you cannot, just, you, you can never count out. How corrupt Chicago! Thank you. That's exact. Your so, psycho. Exactly what like, I was thinking. Do you know what the number one story on every local news channel has been? I can't wait. Well, don't expect these results to not change over <laughs> the next coming days. <laughs> That's what they keep saying. Like, well, you know, there's, there's <laughs> oh, no you know, there's a lot of mail-in votes coming in. <laughs> they, like, dude, for they said for three, four days they might be counting these votes, dude. You're mailing it into the into the city you live in. Yeah, we you know. <laughs> You're How far trying. does this fucking letter have to travel before it's fucking counted? <laughs> like, dude, listen, you're voting for the mayor of your city. Okay, can we put away the mail-in voting? You're voting for the mayor of your city. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. If you can't walk to the polling station, you're probably not in living in the city. In your city? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on on a citywide election? This isn't a national election? That's this a great call. Just, this is a phenomenal way to steal the election. The playbook is pretty obvious and it's pretty standard. They've been running it now uh, since what Obama era, yeah, but it really yeah. kicked into gear since twenty in twenty twenty. The mail in voting is how the Democrats cheat. Yeah, it's just no way around about it. I mean, that's just it, how it, it was is. The response to the hanging Chad. Yes, the hanging yeah. Chad. One of my favorite moments in history. Republicans had the hanging Chad. They fucking prolonged that count. Nobody like any listen, I don't care what side it is. Any whoever wins after I don't know the the 
the results three weeks after the election. Okay, whoever won cheated. That's bottom line. I think that it should be the clock runs out and votes are not counted. Sorry, folks. Vote earlier next year. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you show fu- fucking, you show up between this time. Uh, so right. she's not going to win. Um, maybe she will. I read a funny article yesterday about how there is pressure going on in the jail systems for inmates to vote for Lori. <laughs> so Why the corruption they vote for Lori? The corruption runs deep, people. <laughs> I think the real... They, the, you know, the prisoners, won't, all the people they already let out, they're going to vote for her. Oh, that's right. She's letting, I believe it's a revolving door at this point. Um, oh, yeah. If that, right, if I'm to understand the laws now in Chicago, uh, if you start running away, you've gotten away with the crime, right? That's the moment you've, <laughs> you're have you innocent, you're running. Dude, even, if, even if you, allegedly, I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly from the cops I've talked to, supposedly... If you if you start your shift and within the first couple hours you arrest a guy, you bring him in. There's a there's about a fifty percent chance you're gonna see him before your shift is over. Oh, like down the street getting coffee, <laughs> like on like on the street again, back where like where you arrested him, mugging somebody. <laughs> Give me your purse, old lady. Like apparently, it's like it's like within the shift they're out. That's uh pretty outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> it's cartoonish, really. It's, <laughs> it's, they're talking about like like gang members with guns, you know, and that's why the gun laws don't work. This is a felon with a gun. He should be locked. That's it. You're done. When we talk right? about cities with highest crime rates and even let's say highest violence, uh, you know, rates of violence with guns. Chicago is up in the top, man, and they have some of the strictest gun laws in America. That's and the thing, No, and the scariest thing, the reason Chicago's scary is because it's all the people that shouldn't have guns have the most. And then the people who are law-abiding citizens, it's so hard to legally get a gun or to get ammunition, ammunition in the city. Yeah, I believe it, and that's why poor people out there just like... Think of all the juicy smoliers out there getting mugged at 2 in the morning with their tuna sandwiches, man. <laughs> they have no defense. No defense. Uh, Frank, I haven't walked to get a tuna sandwich at 2 a.m. in years. So it's, just not, <laughs> it's just not safe out there. If juicy smoliers was to teach us anything, it's Chicago isn't safe. <laughs> Where is Juicy? Yeah, what happened to Juicy? He's due for a Of comeback. all the criminals you fucking bitches let out, I'm the most upset about the Juicy Smule. I cannot believe you let that asshole out of prison. <laughs> he deserves to run prison. No doubt about I it. Don't ca- I don't care about the rapists, the gang members. I don't care. <laughs> the murderers. Did you see nationally we just dipped below 50% solved homicides? Oh, you mean we're just... <laughs> It's a coin toss, and actually, you you'll definitely get away with it. Basically, at this point, I think the article was like it's, it was it said it's a homicide, or it's a murderer's market because it's a yeah, it's a fifty fifty right now nationwide. Wow! So now's the time to do your killing. Everybody, watch out for OJ. All right, he's on the streets. <laughs> he's a free man. <laughs> See, I don't think it's that easy. I think it's it, it, it's just you have to pick your victim wisely. 
And I'm oh, not saying right. like, oh, no connection. You know, no, forget all the CSI stuff. It's just, it's all about like racial tensions in your neighborhood. <laughs> you it always comes I mean? down, folks, it always comes down to race. That's <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I could go kill a random white guy. No, no, I could, yeah, I could probably go kill a random yeah, white guy. Yeah, definitely, man. It's like a 50 50. So we're right? best time. If I kill ever. a black guy, forget about it. They're catching me. Oh, well, only if you're a cop. Uh, and so the problem right now, think, yeah. dude, what I don't get about this stat, my problem with it is we're in the golden era of murders. Like you could just get away pretty much like the stat, like the odds are on your side to get away with murder. Where are all the serial killers, man? Not enough LSD. You're the oh, good call. CIA. Come on. Up, up your man? game, baby. Let's get high Stand on some acid. Plant again, man. <laughs> we need a couple Charlies. I think with your statistic here that uh, they're solving murders below the 50% clip uh, and not an increase in serial criminality, dude, I think you are correct that this uh, the whole serial killer phenomenon <clears throat> was a CIA kind of a... Uh, Kind no, of you know, I, I'm starting to think this is just more a testament to uh, America's laziness, dude. We have gotten so lazy that even our serial killers are knocking off <laughs> three, three, four, and then they're good. They go home, <laughs> they're done, you know? They want to do it quickly, on a quick shooting spree. They don't want to take their done. time and stretch it out over a year. That takes planning. Frank, you want me to do 40-hour weeks stalking this victim? <laughs> Problem. You know? it's, our, it's our fucking influencer culture. This is horrible, man. It's just, they're so entitled. You know, yes. they just want their victims here and now. Done. Good call, dude. You know, you know? The, the freaking Gen Z doesn't want to work for their murders anymore, man. That's why we got no serial killers. <laughs> just just like they don't, e- they don't even go after girls anymore because they can just jerk off to porn at home. They don't even go kill anymore because they can just kill on, on Xbox. You know what I mean? God's so lazy. It's all right there for him. <laughs> oh man that's so crazy so i did read no motivation <laughs> that's that comes right. the motivation <laughs> the young kids man they don't want to work these days unbelievable <laughs> um so what is crazy is about the murder rate situation as far as being solved i saw something yesterday about how they solved murders in El Salvador, apparently. They haven't had a murder in, like, 300 days or some shit like that. And maybe I'm exaggerating. Yeah, yeah. did you see that? I might be exaggerating the number, but I don't think I am. I think I'm pretty close to 300 days murder-free. Well, apparently, they built some sort of mega prison prison. where they're just rounding up anybody who's looking at the leader cockeyed and, like, like literally everyone's been arrested in the last year. Is that a mole or a tattoo on your face? Lock him up. Get him out of here! (laughs) You're going away, buddy. Did you see the pictures, dude? The picture is unbelievable. Everyone, check it out. It's, like, 2,000 They have these guys, not only are they, like, in their underwear, but they're fucking, like... They're pressing their face <laughs> against the guy in front of them. Like, you know what I mean? They're so smashed. They, uh, the people who run this establishment no doubt went to the same school as those who run Abu Ghraib and uh, Guantanamo <laughs> Bay. I can only assume. <laughs> only assume. They learn from the best. <laughs> That's right, dude. On this one, they sent their best. <laughs> Primetime training for these individuals. 
so, guys, I got a clip. You know I do. And, of course, uh. as always, please, folks, stay hydrated out there. In El Salvador, human rights advocates are condemning the transfer of some 2,000 suspected gang members to a newly opened mega prison as part of an ongoing crackdown by President Ayub Bukele. Over the weekend, he shared images of prisoners wearing nothing but white shorts being rushed into the prison and sitting in rows with their heads down. The so-called terrorism confinement center has a capacity of 40,000 and is now considered to be the largest prison in the Americas. Bukele government has been enforcing a state of exception since last March, suspending several constitutional protections and leading to the arbitrary arrest of an estimated 64,000 people, many without any ties to gangs or access to due process. Human rights groups say at least 80 people have died in police custody. Ah, but murder free? I don't know, man. It's a small price to pay. It's like one of those where you, if you're one of those innocent guys, Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of innocent people uh, locked up in this place, but um, this is like the opposite of the defund the police here in America. They they went to full-on fund the police. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they, I think they just merged the police and the army. Yeah, that's kind of what it definitely seems like. <laughs> yeah. This is martial so law. Mega, a mega prison? That is, ins- <laughs> that is insane. But murder-free? I mean, are we pro-murder-free? I don't know. It's good for the kids. It's good for the kids. Maybe not the ones whose parents were taken away uh, illegally. No, probably them, too. (laughs) If you got a dad with tattoos on his face, you're probably better with him in jail. All right, what's your take on this? Are we seeing this, like, uh, insane motherfucker take over a country and just put down the iron fist? Or maybe there's a little something to it here. Maybe he's the problem with like the the problem with like a democracy now talking about this, which I love because they are talking about it. Not many people are, but they kind of only show the one side. And like, yeah, I get it. It, it is. It's it's awful for the guys who are getting swept up in this. But you didn't see the streets before they did this. Like, That's right, man. Those guys you're crying for. They weren't even they weren't free. They weren't able to walk outside their house without the threat of gang violence. You know what I mean? They were worried constantly that their children were going to be abducted, their girls abducted and then sent into the sex slave uh, the sex trade. Oh, Epstein you know Island? I mean? Yeah, man. No one yeah. wants to go there. <laughs> what? Nah, they're not that lucky. <laughs> no, I know. They're they're going to work in these fucking brothels in a third world country. You know what I mean? It's like the horrors that was go- were going on in, in this country. MS-13 just ruined this country. I was going to ask you about that. It seems like that's the uh, main power force gang-wise down there, MS-13, which yeah. originated in L.A. prison systems. Uh, L.A. <laughs> prison systems, yeah. Kind of crazy. Um, this country yeah, sounds- MS-13 was a reaction to the Mexican gangs. So you and I, we talk all the time about Chicago, New York, L.A., and look at historically, right? Daly comes into Chicago, cleans it up. You got uh, Giuliani in New York, cleans it up. What did it take to clean it up? Well, you got to crack down on crime, and it's kind of harsh. It's sad because you're going to... It's sad because you're going to go through and you're just going to lock up a bunch of young men. You have to. And... 
some of them are probably could have been good guys. They could probably be rehabilitated, whatever, but it doesn't matter. At some point, at some point, you just have to fix the community. Like the culture is too rotten, right? Like there's just too many bad apples yeah. in this. You gotta just sometimes you gotta lose a generation to save the next one. Is yeah. that kind of what we saw growing up? It was the imprisoned generation, like the, all the fathers were in jail because of the crack epidemic and everything that happened in the early 90s. And so then you had yes. this entire generation of young kids uh, without fathers. And I'm not saying it's their fault or those community fault. It is, it is 100% true. The government flooded your community with cheap crack. Yes. So... The government ruins your community, right? But it, the only thing we could really do to fix it is to, you know, there's, there's guys that just aren't going to stop doing what they're doing. How else are you going to stop these gangs? You lock up, you go after the top guys, you lock them up, it creates a vacuum. People, You end up with a war for the top again. Wow. You know, yeah. if, Did you just describe you just, our Middle East... Uh... <laughs> Strategy? All right. Sounds familiar, man. It's our strategy all around the world. (laughs) I can't wait to see the vacuum that's created when we get rid of Putin. Which seems to be the fucking end goal there. I'm sure it'll look something like Libya or Iraq when it's all said and done. Uh, Dude, Russia's fucking huge. Do we really think we can do anything to Russia? So, one, I really think, I think... What I think is going to happen, I really, really hope it doesn't happen. But I think we're going to probably push back, and I think we're going to get rid of Putin, and we'll probably look back at it in 10 years as the worst thing that ever happened. And how so? Like, are we talking um, just endless uh, warfare then from that point forward? There's nothing good could come from getting rid of Putin. Like, there's, there's no way you get rid of Putin, and then you're getting Bernie Sanders. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, they don't have a Russian Elizabeth Warren over there. Come on, yeah, no, no, dude, uh, it's, no only, it's, it's, it's only worse from Putin. You know what I mean? And you create a, you create that vacuum. There's gonna be these. There's, there's, I mean, there's very powerful, very rich men who are also pretty evil that are gonna fight for that power. And then have their finger on the trigger. And all those weapons. And you know what's even worse than one of those guys taking command of Russia? (laughs) Even worse than that is if all of them just break off their own sections. And now all of them just have their buttons on... On their own triggers, man. Oh, (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it just gets broken off into regions and you keep what's there. This is a wild idea to imagine a future where Russia is like four different countries, five different countries, something like that. Maybe even a okay. dozen. I mean, it's not that not crazy. It's not that crazy. None of these countries, like, they were all Russia for the longest time. Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan. All the stands, All the man. stands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Even Ukraine until the Rockies showed up or the fucking Russia. Yeah, the Rockies of the stands. Yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> They're the expansion team of the East. I can't believe I can't believe Ukraine started existing in the nineties. 
That seems about right. There, Ukraine, man, full on Nazis. Uh, it's amazing we support them, but I guess that's cool. Uh, and having it split up, uh, having the Russian country split up, I just don't see that happening. I don't see Putin getting taken out. I think we're just going to enter this fat old World War Three. China's going to join the side with Russia. Uh, I don't know if you saw today, China was still saying out loud, we really think you guys should try peace. I know. It might, be, might be kind of a good idea, you know? <laughs> this whole war, World War Three thing, doesn't interest many countries in this, country, in this world. Uh, hey, we got this table here if you guys want to come sit down. <laughs> maybe, maybe try try for some peace. I don't, I don't know. Uh, seems a little better than blowing each other up with nuclear bombs. <laughs> oh man! Well, interesting. Yeah, that's times. it's really weird that China is like the adult in the room right now. And during this whole process with Ukraine kind of has seemed like Russia has been the most logical or made the most sense. They keep saying like, hey, we're trying to just stop the new world order. We don't want this NATO organization to take over us. And then the whole... Yeah, every We don't want it on our border. We don't want this bullshit on our border. The whole time, everyone's like, no, we're not trying to kick out Putin and take over Russia. And the whole, he's been sitting there being like, hey, uh, NATO wants to kick me out and take over Russia. And then now all of a sudden we're like, what do you guys think about kicking out Putin and taking over Russia? I think this might <laughs> might be something we should do. No, we never. That's even worse than that. Never said we weren't going to do it. For six months, he's been saying we've been we're kicking him out. Of, we're trying to kick him out. We've been denying it, and then now the Israeli intelligence officer admits, "Yeah, we're trying to go in there and kick him out." <laughs> that's, why, that's, that's why we sent Boris Johnson over there six months ago. That's why we shot that bomb at that pipeline. That everyone wants to forget about. <laughs> remember? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Oh wow, dude. I heard some I heard some weird shit about that pipeline. And lay it on me, man. Dude, so apparently you remember how we were talking about like remember like it was the news for like months before he invaded Ukraine. Putin's right. he's ramping up. He's staging troops on the border. Oh yeah. You know, all the all that <laughs> bullshit. Um, uh, they were saying that the only the only way we could have really blown up this pipeline is we had to plant the charges like all the way back then. Oh, you're saying this wasn't like a rocket shot through the water? We um scuba dived up to it, scuba scuba dove. I don't know the right word for that one, but uh, we went up to it and stuck scuba some divered, scuba diving. <laughs> Welcome to the scuba. idiot show with dudes we and man. We scuba'd. Scuba'd. Oh yeah, we scuba'd yeah. down there. <laughs> and uh you know, I'm a, I'm just imagining the Ninja Turtles with those scuba diver uh pods. The rebreather. Yeah, dude. They would just go down there. Uh so is that I'm what I'm Am I right though? Is that what they yeah. did? They're they're insinuating that they went down there and stuck these charges uh. onto the pipeline cuz that's like uh, you know, spy Hollywood spy James Bond kind of shit. Most likely with like a uh, unmanned. They have a. Everybody always talks about drones, but oh, there's yeah. like all these. We have millions of not millions. I don't know. But we got a bunch of uh, like underwater drones. 
Oh man, see, this is how I am. I know I'm a certifiable moron. I never even thought about underwater drones. I've always just <laughs> oh, yeah, thought about them does. flying Dude, above the me. The Navy, the Navy <laughs> is great at keep keeping things hush hush. Oh yeah, all right, man. Well, good for them. <laughs> uh, that would make more sense that the Tic Tac is our technology, also, and a drone. Yeah, it's yeah, got to be drone, Navy drone. So we uh we. Sh- have one of our drones it's underwater and it goes up there and it sticks this little charge to the so you can do it either two, you can do it one of two ways the drone itself could just be the bomb you know suicide drone oh yeah and uh you just have it parked there and then sit there or plant the or it could plant the explosives but either way they were saying we had to do it all the way back then before uh because after a certain point they were patrolling the pipeline Right, you're saying and back like before the war even started, or way before, way before he invaded Ukraine. Real, that's craziness, man. So, which means we planned to blow it. And what's crazy is Biden made that speech like a year before we blew it up, and was talking about how we could blow it up and we should. How the world is a stage. Yeah, we are the audience. Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. that's pretty wild stuff. I always assumed it was the, again the underwater super rocket, and now I am mistaken and proven to be a moron. It's uh, <laughs> obvious that we have underwater drones that can do all sorts of crazy wild spy shit. Uh, we had underwater drones, like underwater sub. I think they're submarines or unmanned submarines, or whatever. But uh, we've had them way longer than we've had. Remember, that's what what's his name used to find the Titanic, James Cameron. Yes, sir. Yeah, but I guess I just never put two and two together and the idea that we could have not even just one, you know, you could have like um, a suicide drone, right? Kamikaze going underwater and it's like swims right up and blows itself up. So I'll I'll actually piggyback on one of your conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. All right, man. It's rare you uh, dig my conspiracies. I, I never brought this up, but yeah, you know how you always talk about the swarm of bees? Yes, the tiny robotic drone bees, which I am convinced the CIA is flying around my house. See, I believe we've <laughs> done it for, I think we've had it for a long time. I believe we've had swarms of these like small underwater drones that are uh, scanning and uh, mapping the seafloor. Wow, man. You, you could also be having them look for like, just think about like gold is so hard to find on land now or at any shallow depth, but like, there's probably gold and shit just lying on the on the ground like it it used to be up here, you know. You could probably and find yeah, gold man. deposits or or rare, even you know rare earth metals. I believe we have cables as well along the ocean floor, like the internet. Uh you could use drones yeah. to do stuff with that. Who knows? Disable it maybe. Uh, or no, but uh, mapping the seafloor. That's man. That's wild stuff, right? You could find Atlantis, man. But that's not in the ocean. <laughs> no, where's Atlantis? I think they said it's in the Sahara. Oh, for real? I never heard that uh, uh, idea. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Oh, all right, man. Well, apparently it didn't sink. It was just uh, forgotten. Wow. Oh, that's sadder than ever, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably better be- <laughs> Be way better to sink. Wow. Be forgotten. 
Well, this is uh, pretty fascinating stuff. The uh, drone, underwater drone spy submarine going up and planning the bomb. Really mind-blowing to me. And I love anything uh, spy-themed, especially James Bond, Mike, except these days we can't even enjoy James Bond anymore. Is he gay? One of the most well-known characters and spy series ever written. But this morning, 007 is getting a rewrite. Positively shocking. The James Bond novels, written by Ian Fleming, set to be reissued in April after being altered to remove racist and offensive language. The publisher what? commissioning right. a review by sensitivity readers, sensitivity. telling ABC News in 1953, the world was a very different place than it is now. It's inevitable that books reflect. By the way, this is some 1984 shit. We're censoring. Have you guys not? Have you not read 1984? Like you're literally deleting history. You you can't change books. I thought we had this discussion about Tom Sawyer, (laughs) Huck Finn. That's right, dude. Isn't this like a big no, no? I thought this was the one line we weren't supposed to cross. You know, deleting history. How is it the left? It's the left that's doing this. How? This is crazy. They have lost this their fucking crazy. minds, dude. Woke culture has lost its mind. The authors... Wait, wait, what am I saying? It's been totally nut job wacko since the beginning. It's just like going further and further into insanity. That's what's happening. Yeah, Social you can't content? change the past. But great call, dude. Thank God they didn't make him gay, Mike. That was an excellent call. I, I when I saw the story, I was like, I, at this point, I would have rather you made him gay. I thought you meant they were gonna make just make another movie where he's gay. And fix this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't fucking go back and rewrite. <laughs> no, you know what I instead, mean. Instead, they're going and they're deleting words and changing language. Here's and what you belief- do. Stop this. Stop this. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna solve this right here. Right. Leave history alone. Hire Idris Elba. <laughs> Make him gay. He fucks a couple of white dudes. Oh, we're good. Wow. He's the new James Bond. He's gay. He's black. Wow. Problem solved. Nobody will care. Nobody will see it. It'll be fantastic. Oh, nobody watch it. That's it. <laughs> you put it on the shelf with Lightyear. <laughs> That's right. Put it on my docket with uh, Wakanda Forever, please, and uh, <laughs> Lady King. Woman King. <laughs> Woman <laughs> King. Crap. Woman King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get around to this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably next, next Black History Month. <laughs> next year. Once February? Yeah, I'll get to it next year. That's funny. Dude, I was telling Emma this morning on the right. I said, uh, oh, today's a great date. You know why? <laughs> she, she doesn't know. I'm like, oh, you know, tomorrow's March 1st and all that. And, uh, I'm like, it's a wonderful day. It's it's the end of uh, Black History Month. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is great. We get a nice little breather here for a couple months where uh, the next one that gets crammed down our fucking throats for 30 days, fucking Pride Month in June. So <laughs> this is a nice... Oh, yeah, you know, that's right. I look forward every year to March 1st because it, it signals that I get a, like yeah. a two to three month break and then uh, Pride Month just... Because it's not just June. They start talking Pride Month in July. Like, oh, you're getting ready for Pride Month? So, uh... <clears throat> well, don't forget, uh, May is, uh... It's either George Floyd's birthday or the day that uh, he died. I don't remember. Oh, St. George Floyd's Day. St. <laughs> George Day? St. George Day. 
That's my favorite day. We do the traditional, uh, you know, thing that everybody else does. We go to our local convenience store. We pay with counterfeit twenty dollars bills, and then uh, we hold a gun to a pregnant woman's belly. <laughs> the typical. Feeling a little uh, extra that day, you could punch her. <laughs> That's right. That's and then we close it out with the St. George Floyd Day meal, uh, fentanyl. It's fantastic. <laughs> Everyone gets some. some. Swallow some fentanyl and then beat up a cop. It's great. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't care if you had a month, whoever you are, the Black History Month, the Pride Month. Uh, I think you guys are the only ones with months, so congratulations. But uh, you get your months, but you just got to fucking cram it down our freaking throats all fucking month, every single day. Uh-huh. And then when your month is over... Your bullshit doesn't leave the TV screen or the menus, everything online. Oh, don't forget your uh don't forget to remember black history knowledge and you know support the support the pride uh, history. No, they, they literally change one word. It goes or it goes from Black History Month, that's the category, to now it's just black empowerment. Yes, exactly. The same the fuck? Pride stuff, you know? It's nonstop LGBLT sandwich shit all over my fucking cable uh menu stuff. It's like, all right. You're just cramming it. It's well, you know so what's really obnoxious. Funny? It's really funny that you brought up the other episode that it started in Chicago. That's right. The funniest part about Chicago is how many black guys hate Black History Month. <laughs> well, a lot of gay men and lesbian women are not too fond of Pride Month or the Pride Festivals anymore. It's <laughs> true. But you know, a lot of a lot of the black people in Chicago aren't from America. Oh, this is true. Yes. So a lot of <laughs> these right. black guys, they like literally came from Africa or Jamaica That's or right, South man. America. You know what I mean? And they're like, "Fuck Black History Month. I'm not a black American. I, I you know, I'm Moroccan. <laughs> you know, or like, so where's I'm, Moroccan I'm, month? You know? Yeah, they're like, that's not my history. My history isn't fucking. You know what I mean? Whatever you guys are celebrating. And that's the problem with Black History Month is. It's not really black history. It's just a certain group of people who were darker skinned in America. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's not black (laughs) history. It's It's kind of divisive. It's kind of racist. (laughs) And the the, the reason it's so stupid is because it's like, you guys are just, you're kind of just celebrating this like short 200 year period or whatever it was, 300 years. You know? I, yeah, I'll I'll give him three hundred plus we're, years. We'll give him like sixteen nineteen. You know, where this guy from uh, you know this guy from Kenya. He he's like I don't I don't give a fuck about that two hundred year period. I come from you know thousands <laughs> of years of ancestry. <laughs> you know, Absolutely, like, <laughs> traditions and of the like that most people don't or are not aware of. And you know, you're onto something pretty sharp there, which is. It is a divisive thing on, you know, skin color and what have you. And then there's people who are that skin color and don't relate to it. And what I was kind of thinking about is, you know, when we celebrate 4th of July, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. You know, when Mm -hmm. we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, actually, nobody cares what color your skin is. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, I believe is the slogan, right? Every, you know, everyone gets to celebrate. Everybody's Irish, yeah, that's great. Oh, that's a good call. You know, it doesn't matter. And <clears throat> you could pinpoint all of these holidays. The skin color <clears throat> just doesn't seem to have any effect on the day or the celebration itself. 
except for this entire month that we must celebrate, and the focus is on on the skin color and the oppression and how we must only focus our energies on this group. And I just think that's a little aggressive, and it gets kind of exhausting as the month drags on, and the same goes for Pride Month. I'm not excluding any other month. Again, I would like to know the other group out there. We took this fucking continent from Native Americans. We don't even give them a day. Right? Like, Who? Exactly. Dude. <laughs> well, they don't exist anymore because we stole their children and gave them to white families. <laughs> Literally. <I guess. laughs> yeah, take that fucking, uh, whatever. What's that Jap's name? Takai? George Takai, dude. George Takai, at least you got to go with your family. <laughs> These fucking Indians were stripped from their fucking land, stripped from their people, thrown into a white home in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, they fucking threw, you know what I mean? Not only that. We had the audacity to, like, go over to some mountain, blast the shit out of it, and put the four heads of four presidents. (laughs) We killed the men, raped the woman, and then we blasted our face into their mountain. (laughs) They don't even get a day. Then we gave them a couple reservations, let them open up some casinos. (laughs) We gave them a reservation of the worst land. (laughs) so funny. No, no, we're going to give you guys land. Black people are still complaining about their 40 acres. Yeah, we'll give you 40 acres in Wyoming. No day. We didn't give them one day, let alone a month. And then here's the kicker. Italians, also not treated too well in this country, mind you. I mean, their history's a little rough here, but we'll forego that. They had one fucking day with Columbus Day. Nope, let's get rid of it. We'll give it to the Indians. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, there's 365 days. You can't give another day. Yeah, how about give them one to the blacks? <laughs> yeah. Or give them one of the prides. And by the way, African Americans, they get the entire month of February, and then we gotta all bow in remembrance for Juneteenth in the middle of the summer? Oh, go fuck yourself, Juneteenth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Go what, fuck yourself with the Juneteenth. You got the month, you get the day in the summer. Man, Indians get nothing. Italians have been stripped of the one day they had. What's going on with this fucking country? Can't even celebrate it. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's a good call. And then it's kind of, you gave the day to the Indians, but they can't even really celebrate it because they know it's Columbus Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's fake. It's, it's like, it's, it's, you didn't, you didn't. You tried to appease everybody and now nobody's happy. It's kind of insulting, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even give them a month. You destroyed their entire land. Nobody deserves a month. <laughs> no, but no, just that's what I'm saying. It's so like it's excessive. Nobody it's deserves like, um, a month. It's like a every year we gotta fucking celebrate <laughs> your history for a month. <laughs> that's what and like that goes back to my point. I was saying earlier, like if they had a white history month. I'd be like, that's not my history. You're talking about American history? I'd be equally as pissed. But get out of here with this crap. Out of here. I don't, I don't care. My history is beautiful because I love America. I love the fact that we come from an immigrant family. I love the clash of the cultures. I love, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It's not, it's, it's, it can't be summed up into white history. Not at you all. Know? Yes, you are right on the money. And it's uh it's outrageous, and that's why uh, happy March, everyone. Uh, and in fact, in this month of March, we do get the day where everyone is Irish. So this is a it's a good month. Uh, we got spring and St. Patty's Day, and 
you know, all sorts of other crap. Also, I think March, uh, typically a lot of bad shit always happens politically, so I think people have been planning on this to be kind of an apocalyptic time for everyone. So look out, folks. It's coming at you. Articles about them trying to get rid of Camel. Really? Oh yeah. I haven't been paying attention to that kind of uh, realm lately. I've been Dude, a little out the of the left is freaking out. What's the deal with the Camel, man? I mean, they she's been in the in the basement it, for quite some time now, man. Oh, she's gone. But it's really you got to think it's kind of weird that he that nobody on the left has announced that they're running for president. I did notice that. I saw this morning on uh, NPR that a young lady has thrown her hat in the ring. Some Someone unknown to me and I think virtually unknown yeah. nationally. But so, Nobody. Yeah. So nobody's thrown their hat in the ring. And <laughs> exactly. Man, we're they, not, not going to... Biden's going to run again. <laughs> Biden has to run again. He can't, and dude. I, this guy, uh, they oh, dope him running. up on so much shit just to get through a like 20-minute speech now. It's it's impossible to get him he out there. Running. So they're going to have to <laughs> pull just... off. They're going to have to do another pandemic to make sure everyone's six feet apart and they can't do the debates again. No, they're just going to have to do the old switcheroo. Switcheroo. Yeah, they're going to have to switch the camel for somebody. I think they might try to find, like, like I wouldn't be surprised. You know, we were talking about, like, Pritzker or somebody. I think they might just try to run them as a VP. Throw somebody in that's strong. I think they're going to try to do with Biden what everybody wishes the right would do. Like, not wishes, but what uh, Trump should do if he is the primary. Like if Trump wins the primary, he should take DeSantis as a as a, a vice president. Because right. Then you pass yeah. then you pass the torch. Absolutely. You know. And I think they're gonna try to do that with Joe Biden just to you know, get somebody in there that he can pass the torch to. You think Trump is willing to do a little Trumpy DeSantis uh, co ticket there? No, I, I I think it's starting to look like Trump's not even gonna win the primary. I don't. I have contended since day one. He's not even actually running. That the whole thing is a show. <laughs> he's running. <laughs> his his campaign uh, campaign looks a little weak, man. Like it uh, doesn't have the same energy to it. Yeah, because everybody knows he's kind of like you know he's out. It's old news. He's he old news. Momentum. Man. Say what you want, but they really did take the, you know. They they. They killed him when they banned him from social media for that long. You think that actually had the effect? The Twitter? Yeah. The Twitter Because it wasn't him. Twitter. It was all social media, dude. He couldn't really connect. And then fucking uh, True Social's a joke. It's have you? Bots. Yeah, have you caught on to the truth? I'm sure it's equal no, to... I was getting... out there for like two weeks, maybe. It's so dumb. <laughs> you know? I mean, Twitter's nonsense, and... It seems like I these haven't been on Twitter in forever. Social media platforms, I feel like, have lost a little bit of muscle over the last year, considering a lot of information that's come out with the censorship. Uh, people just aren't into it. 
the fear mongering. Well, yeah, it's just like the mainstream media. You guys lost your credibility. One of the reasons they all, everybody went, they flocked to you, especially during COVID, was because I didn't even have to turn on the TV. I knew what they were going to say, right? Like, <laughs> it was just, right. they, they, they stuck to their narrative and that was it. It was fine. I could watch one show and it was going to be the same exact opinion on every show, you know? But you could go to the you could go to the internet and get different opinions, but then now it turns out that you guys just filtered that too. So, and still filtering, you know, we covered it a little bit, but not as much as pretty much everyone else who uh, tubed themselves over the idea of Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Did anything really change? What happened to the Fauci files that he promised two months ago? Uh, apparently all the lids were going to get blown off and everything was going to be exposed. And also, hey, if you were shadow banned, like the Dude Man podcast, welcome back. You'll get some people, some followers. Uh, you know, people will see your tweets. None of that happened, man. Nah. Yeah, what happened to, man, they, they should go after Fauci. <laughs> they really should go after I, Fauci. I can't believe they're not going after him. I looked him up today. He's gone. Uh, yeah. He has not been anywhere. His name pops up like on Fox News uh, every once in a while. Your favorite, Mike. What's his name? Jesse Waters likes to rag on him <laughs> a little bit from time to time. <laughs> and and your other favorite, Tucker. Uh, uh, brings them up. Jesse Waters, terrible. Yeah, Jesse terrible. Waters is horrible. I put him on from you know once in a while just to scare Emma as she's walking by, not paying attention. <laughs> It always gets her, startles her. Oh my god! Terrible. <laughs> Jesse Waters. Fox News is in the, you know, not in the tank. Sorry, uh, CNN is in the tank. I was reading today that uh, their primetime uh, guy, who is it's Jake Tapper, right? Currently, yeah. and uh, Anderson. I think it was Anderson where I'm getting the stat from. He had. Uh, 144,000 viewers, or that was like his Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. And then they were comparing it in the article to... Um, Dude, that's literally just every TV at the airport. That's airport TVs. Yeah. And hospitals. <laughs> hospitals and airports combined. That's it. <laughs> it's no Holy joke. Shit. No, that's no oh joke. Oh my god, man. I forgot about hospitals. Dude, you're not even getting all the TVs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, no, there's hospitals in southern states. You know they're watching Fox. Right? There's no way, wow. There's no way they're on uh all CNN. But that's crazy. Tucker, conversely, I think got like four hundred and fifty-five plus, like he was kind of teetering into the uh half a million yeah, that's not range. Good either. Not very good. Uh, and I think these are based on, you know, live stats or whatever it is. Maybe I'm wrong, but people aren't watching cable news, man. They're not getting their info from CNN anymore. I was really shocked. And uh, the other, there were other numbers, too, uh, pertaining to the uh, morning shows and just the overall evening slate that they have over at CNN. It's under 500 million, dude. When you think of the 300,000, 500,000, yeah, sorry. It's under 500,000. When you think of the, uh, how many do we have in this country at this point, uh, excluding migrants? We're at 340. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, 304. <laughs> well, 375 Three... minus the 30 million. Uh, yeah. add, a, add in some migrants there. We're at almost 400 <laughs> million. Uh, is that right? Where are we at? Yeah, 360. Yeah, th- about 340, 330, 340. You know, that's nobody. Nobody's no, nobody. watching this shit, and it makes me really think, like, uh, the influence isn't there. Like, could they really pull off a COVID convincingly this time? You, they, like, nobody's on the social media platforms anymore, and nobody's watching the cable news shows. I think you, I think you see it with the boost numbers. Yeah, no, nobody's buying your bullshit. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy to think about that. Dude, remember when, uh, what's his name, Jason Stamos? <laughs> uh, wait, John Stamos, a uh, formerly, uh, he was from Full House? Jason, Full Uncle, House. Uncle right, Jesse. He was, on jo- he was on Joe Rogan. He said they would hit 20 million. Uh, on Full was House? Was, yeah. Wow, on TGIF? On TGIF, and like that was like towards, like he said that was like when the numbers were like, Going down. Wow, man. Yeah. 20 million. I read today, uh, it's the anniversary of the last episode of MASH, the finale. It was viewed by 106 million people. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Do you know how, like... That's crazy. Dude, the finale of MASH was, like, huge. For the population of America, like that had a lasting impression on an entire generation, wow. dude. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, you got to think, like, even the Super Bowl now only gets like 12 mil. That's what I'm saying, dude. 10 mil, no, dude. You're talking like can. a third of there's the population. Just so, <laughs> there's just so many people. There's just so many other things to watch. That's you're right. Lucky if you get 10 million, dude, that's, <laughs> yeah. a, thir- that's a third of a person. Like, what is it? <laughs> I don't know. How many how many people were in America in this you know like in the seventies percent? It's crazy. Yeah, man. right. It's crazy. Hundred million. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fucking people. That's a huge finale, man. Um, and that's a wet dream for Anderson Cooper. Let me tell you. That. Oh, he hasn't hit that in his career. No, T- total, total. total. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Especially if you take into account, like, just the same people are watching it. You know what I mean? Like, think about the power. Uh, tel- television back then had so much power and influence. You know, yeah. like, you could stage something, like, let's say, I don't know, the moon landing, and convince a massive chunk of the population that it really happened. Well, did you hear what um, uh, Dr. Drew said about Tony Fauci? I did not. He said that that was the biggest problem is Fauci and all these, you had all, Dr. Fauci and all these guys were all these 80 year old men who were running this program and they thought they were still living in the 80s where there's three main networks and everybody just repeats the same line. Wow. The entire, pop, the entire population will buy it. Wow. And that's really what they did. And yes. the, the people that watch TV bought it and everybody else didn't. Man, that's yeah. crazy, but it, but it, this was the last time maybe that that was effective. Oh, maybe. absolutely. It, oh, absolutely. They'll figure out a new medium 
to scare the shit out of us. It'll probably, the next pandemic or alien invasion will happen on TikTok. I promise you. <laughs> or alien invasion. Yeah, well, they can't do a pandemic again, so they gotta fake an alien va- invasion, man. They gotta, they gotta fuck us over somehow. Yeah.